get the wrong one. Oh well. You say you will. So it's gonna record a, another video. Yeah. All right. So um, what's the last book that you read? Uh, whew. this is gonna get heavy. So I am reading a book called "Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents: How to Heal from Detached, Self-Involved Parents." That's a lot to take in, man. <laughs> man. I'm guessing because of the situations you've uh, discovered. Um, yeah, some of that in just trying to um, realize, and you know, myself being in therapy, and my therapist is like, a lot of stuff you deal with is stemming from your childhood, and I'm like. I'm like, I, my parents weren't like not around. I'm like, I had both my parents. And then I really thought about it. Like, I did have both my parents. They're both in the household, but they both worked all the time. My father always worked two jobs. My mother worked two jobs. Well, she worked a job and then went to school. So still, I was by myself. I walked to school every day by myself. I came home every day by myself. I made my own dinner. I did my own homework. There was nobody checking. Like, I was still by myself. So I still, a lot of people would look at my situation like, man, you got both your parents, so I know it was better. I was like, it was better in the case that I physically had both my parents, but I still was outside on the same stuff, and nobody's going to check me on it because who's going to check me? only child? Nope. Got a brother five years older than me, and he was <laughs> on that stuff, too, <laughs> so it made it even worse. He was like, yeah, bro, I already said it up for you. I'm like, bro, what you doing? Uh, I mean, yeah. So, so that's... That's the book you're reading. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. It's um. That's a lot, man. That's a lot. Of, I mean, it's, it's self-revealing uh, in the process. Oh yeah, it's, it's definitely some heavy stuff in that, man. It's 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 heavy. That's How long have you been sitting with that book? Um, I think now I've had it maybe about three weeks. So, so this what happens? Like somebody be like, "Yo, you need to check out this book." I instantly get on Amazon and order. So like right now I'm actually in the process of reading eight different books, but that was the primary one I was reading. So I try to spend at least like two days giving that like an hour here and there. And then I'm trying to do 30 minute increments on the other joints so I can get them all done. But that's like the heavy one just because the content is so heavy and then you have to um, relate it to your own life. And it's just like, dad, you see the stuff and they be like, dad, I do that. Why? Oh, I do that because of that. I do that because of that. And it's, yeah. yeah. So I, um, I recently started reaching out to get to know, or they reached out to me, my dad's side of the family, because uh -huh. I, uh, I don't know them that well. Uh, uh -huh. one I know is my cousin, Ryan. Salute. Um, and, and me and him started getting, I guess, we started getting cool back in 2010. Between 2010 and 2012, I think, is when we started, like, getting cool with one another and he was like hey cuz man i don't have no, nothing against you man I'm, I'm coming i'm coming in peace and love i told him hey it's the same for me because i don't know you right i said i don't know you i don't have no hate for you uh you never did anything wrong to me as far as i know um, i said this is a perfect time because i'm progressing and i'm learning and i'm growing this is a perfect time and I, and I appreciate you being able to reach out to me and i hope that this bond can continue to grow so from there I go to see him. He hadn't been up here to see uh, see see us for a graduation, for uh, my older sister's graduation. Uh, we've always kept in touch. So over the last few months, um, there was a Zoom call between mm -hmm. all the first cousins. Okay. And it was just, I guess it was about ten of us on that on that Zoom call, and it was a video call. We all chopping it up, having a good time, getting to know each other. Uh, 
they know more about each other than I know about anybody. Again, bro, I'm in Chicago. I don't, I don't know. I don't know them. I know my mom's side. Right. And when they, when they want to find out something, they'll reach out. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's been pretty interesting, you know, to try to develop a relationship with people I never knew because yeah. the thing about it to me is that we're all older now, right? And some of them are way older than I am, right? Okay. 10 years, someone may be older than that. 15 years, they may be older. Um, but they're already setting their ways. So I, I, I have this feeling about it, like as we are trying to get to know each other, it's probably, uh-huh it's probably going to stop at some point, you know, mm. just because I think, I just think it's, and I'm just being a realist. I'm not being a pessimist at all. I just, I'm just, I just feel like I'm being real when I say that because you talk to anybody that's 45, 50 years old, they're probably setting their ways and they're not really looking to do nothing else outside of that. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I appreciate them reaching out. I really do. Yeah. I appreciate them reaching out. I appreciate the love being shown, uh, them trying to fellowship and build with me. Uh, but as as much as I would like that to happen, I just feel like it, you know, it's going to be like, eh. I just feel like it'll just go away. You know what I mean? Just because there there isn't much there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've been on this earth, you know, going for a while, <laughs> you know, and I don't know y'all. You know, and the people I do know, I'm more drawn to them than I'm drawn to anybody else that I I just don't know, you know. And after talking to the cousins, I started reaching out to the uh, the aunts and uncles and, you know. Yeah. It's kind of just like, I don't know where this is going to go. You know, I, I, I would be, I would like to be happy about it and, and uh-huh. progress. But at the same time, it's kind of like, have we reached, you know, the point where it's too late, you know? Um, I don't think. Go ahead. It's always an individual thing, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, when majority of my family is, lives in Louisiana. And so, like, when I was little, I used to go to Louisiana all the time. Um, then something happened. Um, when I was, I was 10 years old, my grandmother died. And when mm-hmm. she died we stopped going to Louisiana. Um, so I hadn't been to Louisiana in years. At 35, one day I'm on Facebook and um, I just randomly had a thought. I was like, man, I haven't, I haven't been talking to nobody from Louisiana. I don't know any of these people. And I told my, my mother, like, yo, I need you to connect me with the family down there. So she called her cousin. He put me on soon with, I guess it's my second cousin, whatever, who's my same age. And talking, I found out like, Every year, the family does a family reunion in Louisiana, um, the, the weekend or the week of 4th of July, every year. And because we hadn't been connected with them, we hadn't been going. When I say the family reunion, I mean 250 to 300 members of my family every single wow. year. We're doing that 25 years that we weren't involved in. And I was like, nah, we going. <laughs> so we start going. And I reconnected with them. And I was like, man, I needed that because that's a whole slab of my family that I don't know. Yeah, it is. You know, every, you know and everybody, you're not going to be like, bosom buddies you know what i'm saying because everyone has their own lives and they are but there are still those that i'm i'm really close with with cousins where i'm like man i all the time i'm contacting them just checking on them and especially when all this stuff started happening with covid i'm like 
And I'm, it's hard enough for me not to see my family that's in Chicago. But my people that's like Louisiana, man, I'm not coming to Louisiana. <laughs> so like, man, we gotta have that connection. Even yeah. even if it's just a health thing, you know what I'm saying? Because I want to know like, wait, uncle got what? Let me go check my dog, make sure I, you know I'm like, I love them all. Yeah. I definitely love them all. Yeah, I, I, I would love to build and for that to happen. I really would, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I, yeah. I'm just a real, you, may, you know what? I'm just a realist, just based on you what might be I the know. person that makes it happen, though. Huh? You might be the person that makes it happen, though, because I'll, it may not be in them to be to have that, but your your personality might make them kind of put a guard down and say, okay, let me try to embrace different. You know or you're like, nah, you're like... <laughs> You know my personality is like I'm gonna be over here. You know what I'm saying? You know me, bro. You know you know me. They don't know. Like I'm gonna be over here, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, at least you're in contact. Like yeah. <laughs> at least you're in contact. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm, I'm. So that's what I'm trying to do. Every now and then, when I get the time, I try to make time. I try to reach out. But uh, what I've learned in life, man, is 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 that certain things are meant to be and certain things aren't, you know? And yeah. I also learned that uh, relationships and fellowships are based on a, a reciprocate, right? Man. That's yeah, know, so 100%. I have a father who I don't, who I don't speak to, who I don't talk to at all. Um, love him, but I don't, I don't know this guy, you know? Yeah. Perception of it is that he talks to me and he, he really does. I don't know his number. I don't talk to him at all, but for some reason there's a story going around his family that he communicates with us. So it's, it's weird. Have you ever had a relationship with him? Yeah. Early on, early on. Um, and then for like three years straight, I think I went down there to go uh, check him out and, and, and be with him and build a relationship. Mm. And it was bad. It, it didn't, it didn't go well. Mm. It didn't go well. And none of the instances that I went down there to be a son to a father, mm. I was met, I was met with a broken heart, broken dreams, and a broken, a broken man with a broken mentality. Mm. And everything that he said was always negative about people who I had respect for. And not just because I saw them and they were friends to my mom, but because mm -hmm. while he was away from us and wasn't taking care of us, those people that he was talking about were they stepping up. Yeah. Yeah. One person took care of my little sister. One person took care of me. Or they chipped in and they did this and they did that and yeah. they did all this stuff. And then when you're listening to them, they would tell you, man, I loved your dad or I, I have respect for your father. You know, we may not have gotten along, but. I would never say anything negative about him. I'll tell you about what happened while we don't talk, but I'm not going to speak negative about his name ever. And you go down there and you visit him and Absolutely. it don't match. It yeah. don't match. And then on top of that, he wouldn't just do that about them. He would speak so negative about my mom. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. See, <laughs> on a third <laughs> On the third time that I went to go visit this man, he was saying so much negative stuff about my mom that I was like, yo, we need to go outside, you know what I'm saying? And right. get it over we, need, with. we need to talk a little bit about this. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, need, we need to just get it over with. We need to just get it over with because I didn't come here for that. And I'm definitely not, not about to let you or 
anyone talk about my mom in that way, ever, yeah. ever. So he was like, you would really fight me? I said, nah, I would really fight. Like, I want to. Like, why are you still standing here? We should be outside. I need you to step outside with me for five minutes. Just five minutes. And this is going to be torture for you, you know? And after that, he said, you would really hurt me. I said, you, you got the wrong perception of me, man. You, you have no idea what my mom has went through in the process of not having a male figure here in mm -hmm. Chicago in Chicago to make sure her kids are disciplined, make sure that they have, they're protected, to make sure they have the right type of backing. You did none of that. You did none of that. And to now listen to you say these negative things about the, the woman who deserves more respect than that, you know, I, I don't want nothing to do with you. Mm. I don't want nothing to do with you. So years later, me and him, uh, we started talking. We started trying to have progressive talks. And one day he went back to that. And I was like, all right, man, listen here. I'm done. I don't ever need you to call me again. You know, like I, uh, I learned finance from a guy that wasn't you. It's from a guy that you said you hated. I learned love from different women who actually love me outside of my mom and my mm -hmm. auntie and my sisters. Like there are women who love me on a way different level and showed me things that I needed to know about women. You know what I mean? So I didn't learn that from you. I didn't learn how to break bread the right way from you. I learned from hustlers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I learned from people out in the street. So everything I learned in this world, I never got it from you. The only thing I learned in this world from you was how to hate, yeah. how to promote and how to push myself to be motivated through hate by having visions of you, you know what I mean? I was like, I just don't want, I don't want nothing else to do with that situation. Oh, I thought you loved me. I was like, I do, but I just don't want, I don't like this, this is, this doesn't bear fruit. Yeah. This doesn't bear fruit. This is a, this is a plant that that's dying and it, it's been dying and I'm just going to chop it off at the root and get rid of it. Like I don't want, I don't want to deal with this no more. And since then, bro, I, I left it alone. Like I left it alone. Like I, it wasn't because I felt like I was hurt or anything. I just don't feel like there was nothing I could gain out of that situation, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If um if he reached out to you, would you would you talk to him? Maybe. I mean I don't even have his number. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if he ended up reaching out, like maybe. But at that what point, like so here, okay, me being real. After about three to five minutes of that conversation, where's it gonna go? I don't know. And yeah. I just asked that just because like when you said um um broken, you yeah. know, when when people are broken, um one of two things happen. The pieces all fall to the ground. Or something happens and glue starts appearing. And sometimes when they get that glue, they try to go back and make amends. Now, he can't go back and change history. No, uh, but you know what I'm saying? But he might come back with a whole different vibe. Like, you know, I know I was wrong. I ain't never been right with you. I just want to have you in my life. That could happen. That could happen. I'm you a know? realist, though. But, <laughs> <laughs> you like, you like, I'm going to hear you out. Yeah. I'm going to hear you out. <laughs> I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait you out. I'm going to see what this conversation, I'm going to see what's up with you. I'm going to see what's up with you because this may be the time I have to come down there and smash you, son. 
Uh, I'm gonna punch you in your fucking mouth, but you know. At, at this point, at this point, you get at this point is you beating up a senior citizen, man. You yeah, can't get, I, I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I am. I can't do that, man. Cane or something like that, you know. Oh, no, but um, I don't, I don't know, bro. I feel like after a three to five minute conversation, there might not be much to talk about. Yeah, uh, and I'm not saying that just because of an assumption. I'm mm. saying that because my little sister has talked to him. Uh, uh-huh. And she said, she was like, bro, you were right. Mm. Like after a few minutes, that conversation goes dead, you know? And she said, I, I get, right when he's about to start speaking negative about her godfather, I think she said she hangs up or something like that. Mm. That's unfortunate, man. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's sad. It's a sad situation, you know what I mean? And, um, it's it's very good, but I, I'm able to talk about it because I know for years, bro. I I he was my fuel. Yeah, he, he lit my fire. Like for me to do music, to, for me to write aggressive, you know, all that. Like it was coming from that. It was coming from that. For me to box, to being mm-hmm. you know doing what I was doing and trying to get to where I was going, all that stuff, street fighting, all that stuff came from that anger and aggression, and mm-hmm. having therapy sessions with someone. That got me to realize, like, yo, this is where this is where it's coming from, bro. This is where it's coming from. I was like, do you know that you use it? I was like, yeah, I've been through that. I've been through that. Like, he's been, he's he's been the 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 the, the ignition to everything. You know, all I gotta do is have a memory of him. You know, all the negative stuff that he said. Like, that's all I ever needed. Anytime somebody says something ignorant to me, I was just thinking, well, what did he ever say? Got you. Here we go. You really want this smoke? You know what I'm saying? Like you really want to go there, and I could I could feed off that. But as a old as a as a young man, you get older, you realize that you don't need that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I still have fuel. Mm-hmm. I still have fuel that 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 pumps me, that fuels that feeds me life, that gives me inspiration and, and things like that. But it doesn't come from there no more, and I don't and I don't let it. You know. But I just I just know from listening to my sister. She said, "Hey, when I talk to him, man, it ain't it ain't much there." Ain't much there. I told her, I was like, hey, do you, I don't think he realizes that we're grown now. I think he still thinks we're like five years old. Like his mind, I'm like, he hasn't, he hasn't grown. He hasn't grown. Like he's may still think that we're five and eight years old. Like he may be there. Like you can't have conversations with me like that. Like it, it's impossible. It's impossible. And one of the last times I've seen him, or the last time I seen him was for my older sister graduation. Uh, she mm-hmm. got a doctrine or whatever. Uh, I think she graduated from DePaul, mm-hmm. and she brought him here. And in that conversation, he was like, "You're not gonna uh, come see me no more." I was like, "No." I was like, "Uh, I think that's been ruined." He's like, "You don't love me." I was like, oh, "I love you. I love you, no doubt. Like you created me." I said, "But uh, because of life." And the way I've had to go about it, I don't see a need to continue to associate with something that doesn't bear fruit. And he's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you're not getting. I don't know what you're not getting when I'm telling you this type of stuff, but I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. And, and, to, and people, it may come across as sad or it may come across as angry or something like that, but bro, I just, I just know that person enough yeah. you know, that there ain't nothing there 
Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. That's unfortunate. But so again, how do you think I interact with these kids so well? Because I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, my dad's in jail, or you know, I don't have my dad around. Can you show up for my basketball game? Got you. Do you So there's a purpose in everything, right? Okay. Do you think you would be as impactful as you are had he been completely in your life the way that you wanted him to be? With those same students that you deal with, would you have been able to relate to them and see them exactly where they are had he been there? On a certain level, yeah. On mm -hmm. a certain level, but uh, I'm sure it wouldn't be the full impact of, the, of understanding in the, in the relationship that I, that I had with these kids. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know because I didn't experience that. So it's kind of hard right. to gauge that, gauge that type of experience. I know what I did have versus what I didn't. Yeah. So if, if me and him were better, I think, so I, I, I'll say like this, maybe I still would have had the same impact because he wasn't around to begin with, right? Right. So I still would have been able to touch these kids and reach out to them. But at some point, we would have had a connection. It still would have just been long distance. It wouldn't have been up close. It would have just been through distance. And the things that I've already experienced, I experienced while he wasn't around. You know, death, drugs, all this crazy wild shit that go on in, in the streets of Chicago. Like, all of it. I've seen it. And I've seen it without him. And there was no explanation from him. It was always from someone else who told me, hey, this is the way this goes. Or stay away from that. This is danger. Things like that. I, I got my experiences while he wasn't around. So maybe, yeah, maybe I still would have had the same impact with these kids. Because you, I mean, remember, you're talking about a guy who wasn't around at all. No phone calls, no nothing. Mm. And then it got to a point for me throughout my teen, I think throughout my teen years, I hung up on him one day. And I told, I told him, Yo, he don't ever have to talk to me no more. I'm mm. good. I'm good. Bro, in high school, high school was, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we went to the V, bro. Yeah. Although there were, although there were other schools worse than the V, like it had the the initials. They changed the initials to crime, violence, and sex, bro. Like that was the reputation of, of the school. You know. I uh, I always think back to the second day of school, um, coming down uh, one of the staircases, having left the library, and it was a uh, somebody that I knew. Uh, and one of his homies was holding the dude upside down out the window. This dude was in my division. He's a freshman, and he owed him money because he was smoking rocks. And I was just like, this is going to be a wild time. And it's oh, yeah. <laughs> like, this is going to be so wild. Like, I knew it was wild because I, I was a year ahead of you guys, right? Mm -hmm. I knew it was going to be wild, I think, my second or third day at school for lunch. Mm -hmm. And I'm used to seeing small gang fights, you know, in the area where we were, but this was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. 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 You know, they rumbling. They rumbling for real. Yeah. You know I mean? And I, I hadn't seen that. It was, it was, it was the moles and the folks. And I don't know what happened, how it started, but the folks came busting through the doors or whatever. And the moles are just like, they didn't even waste time hear out whoever had a problem they was just on it bro and it that's all you saw and 
and motherfuckers was getting handled. Like, yeah, handled. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. People used to be tweaking out in high school, bro. Like, I remember one of my guys was from the war. And there was one dude that he did not like. And I, I, I would walk with him sometime, and I would see dude would purposely make sure he would catch him in the hallway so he could, like, bump him and try to start stuff. And so I started making sure I was kind of in between. Y'all, like, y'all not going to be fighting every day off this. And one day, my boy, like, man, bro, he keep looking at me, man. I'm going to go bust his head. I'm like, you going to start up? Because he's looking at you, bro? I'm like, come on, bro. We not finna. It's too many people here, bro. Like, we not. It's not gonna be two or three hundred people fighting. Just like you said, we ain't finna do because somebody looked at you, bro. We yeah, not doing that. Was that was that shit though, right? People <laughs> looking for a reason just to show how how aggressive they were. And for me, it was just like, this is what the shit gonna be like, man. And again, my older sister goes to the school, right? So. Um, she asked me one time, what period do you have lunch? And I said, I got, I think it was fourth period. She's like, okay, I got fourth period. She said, all right, cool. Come sit over by me for lunch. I was like, all right, how do I find you? She said, when you walk down, she said, what class do you have for third period? And I told her, she said, okay, so you have to come down the stairs into the cafeteria. I said, all right, whatever. She said, when you come down, I'm gonna be, when you come down the stairs, I'm gonna be on the right-hand side, at, you know, uh, by the tables over there, because they were playing spades and shit like that. So I go over there and I can, you know, I got grandma food. I forgot what they had that day. It don't even matter at this point, right? But I go back there to her, the tables where she at. She got all these beautiful women around her. Um, they all sitting around talking. I think it was a girl named Ebony there, Felicia, and a bunch of other people that was around her. Um, they playing cards, talking shit. They got guys around them. And it's dudes around them that call the shots. I don't know that. You know, they like, hey, who, why you over here, little buddy? And I'm like, man, um, that's my sister right there. He's like, that's your sister? I'm like, yeah, that's my sister. He's like, hey, man, where you from? And she's like, uh-uh, leave my brother alone. Don't even do that. Don't do that. <laughs> and he was like, hey, no. He's like, no, look, if you ever have a problem with any of these motherfuckers in this building, you come see me. I'm like, see you? He's like, yeah, I'm on the third floor. Nobody man, you know what's on the third floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? And 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 they started laughing or whatever. He was like, I gotta go. But I'm, he's like, little homie, make sure if you have any problems, go to the third floor. And I didn't know what that meant. I was like, all right, if I got a problem, I'm going to the third floor, right? <laughs> Bang. So the next thing, the other dude that was sitting there with him, he um he was sitting there, he's like, So you little Mary? And that's what he called me. He's like, You little Mary, huh? I was like, what what? He's like, you Mary's little brother. I was like, yeah. And he told me who he was. He was like, if you got a problem, just come see me. He said, don't, don't go all the way up to the, uh, to the third floor. Just come see me. Just come see me. I'm like, I, I don't even know where you are. He said, I'm around. You know what I mean? Like, so, <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I was good after that. I was, yeah. I was super good after that. Even when, even when I did have a situation where I got into a fight, Coach Chambers he was the one that corrected it because he was like, "We're gonna go in a, we're gonna go in a dungeon, and yeah. it's a real problem. Y'all gonna scrap it out." And you know what I'm saying? You'd be surprised at how much shit. He was a real one, huh? Coach was a real one. Yeah, like, he was. He was. And you'd be surprised how much shit people will, will talk until they get to have that face to face interaction by themselves, and they gotta mm -hmm. really knuckle up and really get it in, and they gotta mm -hmm. bite down and, and get that shit on. And 
you know, I, I was down there a couple times with Chambers, man, and he was like, "Oh, you don't mind doing this?" I'm like, "No, if it's a one on one, I know, I know, I know they're gonna lose. Yeah, I know that." You you know upstairs though they trying to catch you fifty yeah, miles by yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the only thing about going to the V that was stupid as shit to me was the fact that you know, at one point the ninety people from ninety third thought that because I went to the V that I was from eighty seven, right? But you got right. people from eighty seven saying no, nah, you from ninety third. I'm like, man, it's, I ain't gonna hang. I ain't hang with none, none of y'all, man. Because <laughs> it was just a big big mix a big mix up, and I'm like, man, fuck this shit. I'm about to go play basketball. Give me a piece of puff and some fries. I'm going home, bro. Uh uh-uh. I'm going home because it, it's it's just it was too much to you know sit there and, and try to sort out this tribal ass confusion. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that shit has been happening for what thousands and thousands of years. These little mm-hmm. small ass tribes fight over these little Scrap. insignificant ass situations that don't even matter up to anything and they trying to they you know they trying to justify why they do it but at the end of the day we all black that's the only fucking thing that should matter is being black and the money that we can make to fucking gather that's it and man this little tribal shit that these motherfuckers be out here doing that shit's old man it's, it's played out the Watutsi and all these different tribes going at it against each other man Fuck out of here with that shit, man. If y'all don't stop that shit, man. Man. But that's how it's been happening, bro. It's been happening since the beginning of time. Nubia versus Ethiopia, or whatever you want to call it. Like, you know, they go in the world with the smallest infractions. Like, man, let's, bro, let's come together and get this money, man. Do you, speaking on that, do you feel like there'll be a time where we could, where we can positively get together and do that? More of us get together and make money? I think I think it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think group. I don't think global group economics happen, but I definitely think there are smaller group economics that happen all the time. Um, there are people who really cash in, mm-hmm. but the people who really really cash in don't really talk about it. There are a lot of people who are constantly talking about, you know, I'm doing. I'm, I'm fixing the credit and I'm building my generational wealth. All those people, I look at the stuff that people say and I'd be like, okay, I know you're in process. I'm more concerned with the people who aren't saying that because they're already done with the process. They're really building. You know what I'm saying? Like I, in my mind, there's different kind of building. There's building and process and then there's building because it's done. You're just building on top of that. You know what I'm saying? And so I've always been like, I need to connect with the building on top of, cause I know they got some, I know they got some ways to kind of slip through quicker. Yeah, so, absolutely. If, if they already got it, you might as well just say, well, let me go. Yeah, on. you know, I mean, Question. I had put me in the cryptocurrency like two and a half years ago. Really? Yeah, and I was just like, I didn't understand it then, but when I look back on what I was putting into it, and I was just like, oh, I was like, okay, I see what he did. I mean, sometimes you just don't know what the stuff is. You don't understand it, but I'm like, like yeah. oh, it was some good moves. Like, I had a homie, like, I was probably maybe 22 or so, um, right after, um, maybe like a year or so after 9-11. And, um, he uh he was like, man, we should buy some some stock. I'm like, bro, I don't know nothing about stocks. I don't, I don't know nothing about that, like at all. He's like, bro, just buy this stock. I'm like, nah, I'm straight. Uh, he went and bought United stock. At that time, United had plummeted. It was a dollar forty-seven a share. He put ten thousand dollars United. Waited like six years. Drink was up like nineteen dollars. He cashed out. I was like, now I understand. <laughs> I was like, now I get it. Now I get it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Man, he and then he he took his money and started a trucking company. He got like eight or nine people working for him now. I mean, it's oh yeah. Question. Because I'm black. I'm sorry. Huh? I just because I just that's generally the answer. That's just oh. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that. Okay. Wait, what? Okay. Um, would you rather have a great credit score or two hundred fifty thousand dollars in cash? So someone could say, I could get you an 800 credit score if you do this, this, and this, and it wasn't that hard to do. Would you rather take that or a quarter million? Um, I, honestly, I would probably prefer the um, the credit score. Really? That's just me. And, why? you know, traditionally, I would think about the cash, but number one, the cash is nothing but an IOU. And number two, the IOU is not worth much these days. And, you know, our, our system is a lot based on credit right now, and it's getting even more strenuous. So I, I would definitely take the, the credit, um, even though I know like, I know that's not actually worth the 250,000, but I think if you leverage it right, you could probably go some different ways on some cards and make that, make that happen. Yeah, so. someone asked me the same thing and it was like, I'm surprised you would say cash. I was like, well, because with the cash, I could go do everything I need to do and it will boost my credit score up anyway. So. Once the credit score goes up, I still got some cash left over. So let's just say it only took me fifty thousand dollars to straighten out some problems. Uh-huh. I still got two hundred thousand dollars left over. I go get me a building and damn well. Yeah. Damn well, you know, now I got now I got credit and I got cash, but if I only got the credit, where's the money gonna come from? Yeah. So I mean that was just me. That was yeah. They were trying to argue me down about it. I was like, Why are you arguing arguing me down about what I would do with my right. Yeah. That's your yeah. That's your opinion. That's you ask me, and I'm telling you, why do you want to fight over it? You know. It's, yeah. Actually, I, uh, I would take the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. And, and to each his own, you know. And he's like, oh, I expect you to know more when you work. You 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 used to work in finance, or you work in finance, or whatever. I was like, well, I mean, cash is king. Still, you know, you can still go to the lot. Buy a car and walk out there with a the car, even as it depreciates. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But when you go in there and you put the credit score, it's eight hundred. Put that cash on top of that to make it. Yeah. You go in there with the eight hundred credit score. Can you pay for the fucking car? True. True. That was just me though, and he was just like, "Well, I get that, but you know, I expect you to say the credit." And I was like, "No, that's because you work on repairing credit." Right. Credit. Yeah. He's trying to turn you into that customer. Yeah. <laughs> he was on some new client discovery one. with you, you know. <laughs> no, no, you don't have one, bro. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Right. Anybody walk up to me right now and say, "I give you eight hundred credit score, a hundred thousand dollars." I'm still taking a hundred thousand mm. dollars. I'm still taking a hundred thousand. That's just me. Even mm-hmm. though, like you said, you can leverage it. You can put things in your name and get this, that, and the third done. Where's the capital gonna come from to make sure that yeah. that stays that way? I tell you what, though, I won't take two fifty in cash. But if you give me fifty thousand in diamonds, I'll take the diamonds all day long. I'll take the diamonds all day long. I don't want no cuts. I want pure, unprocessed. Nah, I take I take the diamonds. That's like the dope game. I'm cool. Yeah, (laughs) I'm cool. I'm good on that one, bro. They can keep that. They can keep that. That's a that's a hard one right there, man. I'll take the diamonds. You take the diamonds? All day long. Mm. 
I take them diamonds all day long, bro. So would you hold on? It's the perceived value. It's the perceived value. It might actually be 50000 but to someone's naked eye, they're going to be like, it's a diamond. Yeah. I get to take the diamond. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm going to take the diamond. I'm going to show take the diamond. Without going too far, do you know what you would do if you could, if someone gave you a, a bunch of diamonds? I would not let you record what I would do. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I salute that. Yeah, you know, like, man, man. Like, man, it's it's movement time, Jack. <laughs> like, oh, yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Because I started thinking right away, like, man, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like, that's like the dope game, bro. Yeah. That's like the dope game. So what what do you think about uh, Akon and, and and I think he lit up part of Africa or man, I think I think he amazing you know, yeah. I'm really salty that people really ain't supporting what he's doing. Because mm. man, that dude is he doing phenomenal stuff. He honestly is, man. And I don't know why he's not getting the push that he should. Um I think we know why. Too positive. But, I mean, I mean, yeah. You don't see no, you know, you don't see none of the brothers doing nothing positive. You know what I'm saying? But we, we as a people, should still be kind of doing more to kind of help that. I mean, even Absolutely. though it may not directly affect us, um, you know, I really believe if there was enough, um, if there was enough places where people felt like they could leave here to go there and be comfortable, I think people would gladly ride. I think people would gladly ride out. But I think a lot of people are under the impression like there is no prosperity. There is, you know, and so there's there's the perception thing. So it's like if you can change that perception, people will be like, "Yo, I'm out." Yeah. You hear people they're like go back, be like, "Cool," but I'm gonna take everything you stole with me. So, yeah. so we going And the crazy part about it is because we have given so much culture, not to just America, but to the world. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. Not like we can't redo it over there. We can't. Yeah. You got that, that creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, we, we have created... And I was telling someone this before, right? So, pop culture is just music based off what we've already done and the way that they flip it and water it down. That's all it is. That's yeah. all it is. Like, how you think you got country music that came from the blues? Mm-hmm. You know, like, all this all this music that they think they're hearing, we've already done it already. Rock and roll, that was... That was uh, was it Chubby Ch- Chubby Chubby Chase or something like that? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Diddley and all those guys. Uh, they they did all the, those things already. So if it's already been done, it's you know it's not like we can't go over there and do it even more. Yeah. And probably on a higher level because now we're dealing with people. Um, we're dealing with fifty four countries, right? Mm-hmm. Each place probably speaks a certain dialect, but there are probably dialects within each one that you could that are, are similar and people could could speak you know so you create music with showing people people how to create music that gives off that same vibe and energy you know what i mean you know that but yeah. i think i think that it could be done you know like all you, you're talking about just uh learning to grind and hustle at the equator that's all yeah yeah at your yeah probably at your best in your best area in your best performing area you know that you know those diamonds it may not be needed. It might be right here, you know, yeah. right all in here. Yeah. Look at him smiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, can't record, but I understand. Like, I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> we gone, gone. Oh, super gone. 
super gone because that's a that's a, I look like I said that's 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 like the dope game man you you know you got to be very careful with that thing right there yeah yeah anything else you want to talk about ask me no um nah man it's been um it's been good catching up you know it ain't often you get the chop. Uh, Ever since you stopped doing music, I think that's when I uh, I start running into you. Yeah, yeah. Do you dibble and dab? Do you hang around it at all? No, nah, I mean, I still, you know, I still know everybody, you know, and but I... Nah. I think I, I may possibly, like, once a year pop up at an event, maybe once a year, but I'd be kind of... You know, I see people out, you know, and people have reached out to me and tried to help me on different things with, like, working with nonprofits and stuff like that. But I'm just like, hmm. As they say, the thrill is gone. Lot, bro. Huh? You had, like, secrets a lot, man. Man, listen. Secrets, Adriana's. Yeah, like, Adriana's, man. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I love the experience, but I just didn't see the longevity. Nah, just like, I can't do this forever. Since then, have you become a more health-conscious person? Oh, my God, yes. My health was terrible. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Terrible. Up all night, eating all kind of stuff. Harold's. Oh, bro, listen. I love Harold's. First I of all, do love don't, don't besmirch the beautiful name of Harold's. But, no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, you know... That was that was legit my meal like two or three times a day, like some weeks it would be like no nah, for real like it was like I used to go to the joint downtown all the time. So it used to be six thirty six South Wabash now six twelve South Wabash. Like I used to be there all the time, bro. And I, I was just like, this is not. I'm not sleeping. I'm not eating good. I was like overweight. I was sluggish. I was like, nah, this is not. Yeah, it, it, I feel it, like I'm in better shape now than I was then. Probably, I probably. I was just looking like yo. Hey, you can't have that fried food all the time, my guy. No, you can't. You yeah. can't. You can't. And I didn't know though. I was just like, man, Harold's every day, bro. Like, but that's so that's like the regular industry meal, right? Fast food. You oh, yeah. All day long. Unless unless you're like unless you're one of these caliber artists where you like, yo, on my ride, no, I need ten pounds of fresh pineapple. I need yeah. fourteen bottles of water. And, yeah. you know. and but, I would be the weirdo that people would see drinking water. Eating an apple every now and then. People look at you like, "What's wrong with you, man? Like, you are you dying?" And I'm like, right. oh, like I, "I gotta get some type of nutrition." I'm around y'all. Y'all eating Snickers. Y'all eating Burger King all the time. That stuff ain't right. Like, I actually the stuff I be putting in my music when I say y'all need to eat healthy and think healthy. I actually mean that shit. Like, yeah. that ain't me just saying that because I'm trying to sound cool or for the ladies. Like, I meant that. Like it wasn't just yeah. about busting guns and all that. Like I meant be healthy, like for real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was listening to Public Enemy and, and Dead Press and shit like that. Like that shit had a, a great effect on me. It, even when Prodigy said it, right? Because mm -hmm. he was dealing with sickle cell. He was like, "Man, yeah. we need to do better about what we eat, what we put in our body bodies, and, and what, what our kids see because they picking up the, uh, the, uh, the habits that we have." So I was big on that shit, man. Like. Even though I was, you know, I fucking love me some Wendy's and some and some Harold's. But, you know, when I wasn't around that shit, bro, I would go get me a decent meal. Yeah. And, you know, me being me, I was always around a, a, a woman who could cook a decent meal. You know what I mean? So I, 
I was always running to that, you know, and God bless these uh, Latinas out here, you know, they, they, <laughs> they may, <laughs> man, they, uh, made quite a, they made quite a few good meals for it, brother, you know, and man, I, I appreciate that, y'all. That's, yeah, y'all man. kept me going. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Y'all kept me going. Hey, you know? MVP. MVP. Man, listen here. Listen here on those <laughs> Sunday, those, those uh Monday, Monday nights, you know, when ain't nothing cracking on those Tuesdays when you're like, yo, I need to get myself together. Mm-hmm. It's it's yo. Shout out to all the women out there. I mean, I'm not gonna name just no one group of people, but I appreciate y'all, man. And I appreciate the people, the women who told me specifically that I had to eat healthy. So yeah, I definitely made a change in my life, my attitude, my eating habits, the way I see see everything. So I appreciate that. Because, uh, you know that. <laughs> man. You know, uh, life is good, man. It is. It life is. is you know. It is. And I ain't, I ain't, I'm, I'm not this is one of these dudes out here balling and, and all that stuff, but... Uh, you gotta eat healthy, man. Indeed. You gotta eat healthy. Indeed. Health is wealth. Health Indeed. I don't think that people say it enough, but health is wealth. Listen, if you can't, if you ain't healthy, you can't enjoy the fruits of your labor, right? You get rich and you struggling, you know, with your health is is not a good thing. So yeah. shout out to the, all the Latinos. I'm gonna be out here like Pharrell, man. Pharrell like seventy. <laughs> and we don't even know it yet, right? He, he, he might be older than Morgan Freeman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't know yet. We don't Man. know. And he said he don't have no real real crazy routine. He said he washed his face with cold water and soap or something like that. I think what I always did it for him, to like he always kept his hair low. So you never knew if it was anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was like a teenager for like 40 years. Yeah, but uh, the other part about it is, he, Pharrell's not like this negative dude. Yeah. Like, he, this is a guy that tried to bring peace between game and Jay-Z and told the game, like, yo, I ain't doing no more records with you unless you squash that with Jay-Z or whatever, you know? Like, this is a real positive dude. Yeah. You know, salute to him, man, because he's, he's done some incredible things on the music side as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my brother, I ain't going to hold you no longer, man. Well... I appreciate the opportunity. Man, yeah, sure. I appreciate you uh, doing it. Hey, we might have to link and 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 sit around, man, and try to come up with something. Powwow. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I shoot you. Involved. I shoot you the info. You know, we you know, we get yeah. work. Yeah, just get me involved in something, man. Um, definitely. Bet him up. All right, my brother. I, pre- right, I appreciate it. I love That's you, it. man. You too. Yeah.